Sunday, we're back down in the 60s. <laughs> I, I don't know what that could be. It is the Michigan effect. I, I, we have no other answer but to say it's Michigan. That's too hot, though. It's too hot. I agree. Too is too hot. Yeah. For this oh, time of kids, year. kids, you were just complaining about it being too cold. I know. And now, within fifteen minutes, it's too hot. That's how we roll. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> gluttons for punishment. All right, are we sure that we are alone? Out here. Maybe it's the UFOs causing the weather trouble. Mm-hmm. Congress held the first public hearing on unidentified aerial phenomenon. I've never heard that expression. I've heard of unidentified flying objects or UFOs. But this is the first time they've had a public hearing in about 50 years. The last hearing in 1969 focused on the findings of a government study called Project Blue Book which the auto industry grabbed right away and said, wait, we like this for car prices. Let's use Blue Book. No, that's not what happened. Uh, Yesterday, lawmakers were updated on hundreds of reports of unexplained objects spotted in the sky. WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne takes a look at what they talked about yesterday. Marie, good morning. And good morning, Paul. Top Pentagon officials telling a House panel that there are now close to 400 reports for military personnel of possible encounters with UFOs or these, as they like to call them now, unidentified aerial phenomena. A significant increase from the 144 tracked in a major report released last year by the intelligence community. Now, intelligence officials said for too long, the stigma attached to reporting UAP prevented solid and serious investigation into the issue. While some think these sightings could be beings from another planet, military officials want to make sure that these objects are not sophisticated surveillance or military assets from China or Russia, say. The Pentagon is establishing an office to speed up the identification of previously unknown or unidentified airborne objects in a methodical, logical, and standardized way. So how are these UAPs classified? Here's Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence, Scott Bray. If and when individual UAP incidents are resolved, they likely fall into one of five potential explanatory categories. Airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, U.S. government or U.S. industry developmental programs, foreign adversary systems, or a other bin. And the stuff in that other bin is being investigated. Senator Adam Schiff questioned Bray about the possibility of, of these objects being from a foreign government. Are we aware of any uh, foreign adversary capable of moving objects uh, without any discernible means of propulsion? Um, I think I would, uh, without discernible means of propulsion, I would say that uh, we're not aware of any adversary that can move an object without discernible means of propulsion. Uh And Bray stressed that recent investigations have found some of the reports are easily explained. Now, some of us remember these reports of flying triangles on the east and west coast. They addressed those yesterday. The hypothesis is that those are... Uh, commercial drones that, uh, because of the use of night vision goggles, appear like triangles. Is that the operating what? assessment? Some type of, uh, of drone, uh, some type of, uh, of unmanned aerial system, uh, and it is simply that that light source uh, resolves itself through the, um, uh, through the night vision goggles onto the SLR camera as a triangle.
So last year's intelligence report could only explain one of the documented 144 encounters and did not contain the words alien or extraterrestrial. The report stated that the UAP incidents would require further study, Paul. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, all your questions answered. Yeah, there that we really go. took care of everything. And <laughs> if we just, maybe we should all get rose-colored goggles and everything that's been going on around us would be much better. Mm-mm. Inflation. Uh, I don't want to list all of the things, but anyway. Okay, so why was UFO that's been used for 100 years, or 50, I guess, since the last time they did this, why now do we have to call it unidentified aerial phenomenon? Sounds like something Disney is getting ready for a, a sequel with Ariel in it. <laughs> well, military was uh, military intelligence was involved in this. I think they needed a snazzier name. That's the only thing that I could come up with on that. They didn't explain that yesterday. Um, and one of the things that you kind of are alluding to is the fact that, you know, the rose-colored glasses, are we just putting a... An, a, a you know, lipstick on a pig here. And is there something really about all this? And they were actually, these intelligence officers were actually quizzed about that very thing. And they were asked, are you going to actually take a very serious look at some of these things that are truly unexplained? And they said, yes, that they are planning to do that with this new uh, panel that they've convened, that they are going to absolutely take a close look at this. How did, where did, uh, because, you know, I tried to watch it. I, I even when I had to go to the dentist for my uh, annual or biannual uh, teeth cleaning, I almost said tooth cleaning, but I actually have more than one tooth still. Uh, for my cleaning, I asked them to put it on the monitor. They have a nice little monitor. You lay back. They do their thing. They do a great job. But um, I couldn't get it back on television. When I left the house, it was on Fox but it wasn't still on Fox. So every time I tried to go back and find it, people were apparently cutting in, cutting away. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you were able to, to really yeah. get that, Marie, and sum it up for us. Marie, what there, the one thing that you said, and um, not that I know a guy, <clears throat> um, <laughs> you don't want to tell people you saw something. that yeah. Because was... they're going to look at you and go, Oh, okay. Okay, what yeah, I'm not. What were sure so, you smoking that night? So imagine you being a military officer in the Air Force, let's say, and you're up in a plane, you're highly educated, highly skilled, and you come. You think you see something. Do you think you're going to come back down to earth and say, mm, uh, I'd like to report something? So that's what they're trying to encourage mm-hmm. people to do. And they think that's why from one year ago when there were 144 reports now to over 400, they think it's because they've kind of... Trying to destigmatize all this so that people come forward, these people who really have a lot of know-how and skill, come forward, say what they see without being kind of deemed a nut, really. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, sure. But Riri, I have something to say. I happen to know a guy who did see something. And that guy is sitting across from me in the studio right now, Sean Belichian. Really, we're going to have to hear that. We're going to hear it after the news. We All will, right. We will hear it uh, coming up out of this break, uh, out of the news and uh, taking care of some business, traffic and information at 635. The eyewitness report <laughs> from Sean Belegian. And we'll just have to make our own decisions on what he might have seen. 
as we continue on this Wednesday morning hump day on WJR 629.